What's up, guys? Um, welcome to Shalom Talks Podcast. A couple of weeks back on social media, um, Twitter, the trending topic was at 23, yeah, 23, many times or before, maybe before when we have trending topics, uh, you might not really know the source, but in this case, I was able to identify where this topic was coming from or what actually brought about this trend that lasted for, I think, two days on twitter and then it extended to other social medias um facebook instagram and all but that's not the gist the conversation here was the fact uh, on how people jumped or reacted to this trend and People started coming out to tell us what they have achieved at the age of 23 or before 23, right? So if you if you look at it, these are usually things that um, as we go about our daily life, we ingest many of all these things, a lot of theories, beliefs, ideas, postulations, and so on and so forth. And these things consciously or subconsciously uh, are shaping our lives uh, many times unconsciously because we don't actively, we are not, is we are receiving this information passively. And that is how we receive quite a lot of information on the internet. And that's why I always advise people to be very careful what they allow their unconscious mind, what they expose their unconscious mind to. So a lot of these trends um, and people's ideologies and theories and beliefs and stories, whether we like it or not, are telling our mind something and are forming our thought process or they are influencing our thought process. And um, we today we live in a world essentially where I like to use the word People have shifted the goalpost of reality, and it appears that um, to have permanently subs- uh, pe- people have uh, uh, permanently subscribed to falsehood uh, in the ways of keeping up with unrealistic standards or the trends of the day. So, if people come out today and uh, X Y Z ideology or X Y Z item is what is ringing. Um, People are ready to do anything to look like it or to be able to adopt such thing. I know. Yeah, so back to the 23 thing. Uh, we started seeing a lot of people coming up with their stories at 23. And uh, some of the stories were fantastic. Some were inspiring. But they are, they are just good for what they are good for. And that's, that's the point. They are only good for what they are good for, which is... Uh, for you to ensure or, or what i feel that people should have seen or what i saw from that is the fact that um, things happen for people at different times in their life to be very honest i felt zero pressure 
from going through or maybe i like to think that i <laughs> i got say i was not pressured from reading people's um, accounts at the age of 23 all right so yes i'm past the age of 23 yeah so um a lot of these stories we see um how people some of them sounds bogus or sounded bogus i you might feel that oh it's not so accurate. i'm not sure this is true and it's, and I always tell I always tell people that get to listen or my friends or myself that man, you don't disagree with strangers or people on the internet. You don't describe you don't disagree with somebody on the internet if you don't know them or you don't know their story. You don't know whether it is true or it is not true. So it remains true until you have a counterproof to disagree or you have a counterproof against their claims. So I like to believe that all the stories I read, I just want to believe if that's possible, that all the stories I read were true. And for what it is worth, I, ju I just feel, I just, the only thing I could get from the entire thing, reading through for the two days where people were talking about it, it's just oh you know what it works for x at so, so time it, you look at somebody what he has achieved uh in two years is greater than somebody's systemic rise in the last 10 years and that is life that is how life works but then you don't want to start putting yourself under pressure based on another person's success so one pattern i was able to derive from the entire trend apart from the fact that uh, things happen for people at different times is the fact that uh, we don't usually talk about the process people are only interested in telling us the worst of them and the very best of them nobody is really telling us the step of the way you tells you oh um when i was 20 i was in the dungeon i was in the gutter and uh, uh, yeah, thank God now I'm 23 or whatever you're thinking. If you might not be thanking God, but he's saying, Oh, true hard work is glorifying something. So, true hard work, true persistence. I was able to do this, I was able to do that, and yeah, I am. And these are unfair stories that people tell. That brings us to to what I call the grass to grace complex of telling stories. Uh, personally, I grew up in the church. I still go to church, and um, that shaped my early years. Shaped essentially shaped my view to life. Uh, one of the first few things I realized about what happens in the church during it was basically during testimony. It was one of those moments that I always look forward to. I need to be very honest. It was one of those moments I always look forward to. And I wanted people to come and tell us some sort of stories, you know. Although the aim then is to glorify God or to, yeah, to say, oh, at church, you can also boost up your faith through listening to my story. That is the aim, I understand. And when an individual steps on the podium or they handle the microphone to tell to, uh, to tell their testimony or their testimonies they would usually pick it from all the most terrible to the best of what is happening now 
it's a fantastic way of telling your story when you have to tell it. But what I'm essentially saying is we shouldn't be so obsessed with this pattern that you're not paying attention to telling the full story as it is because uh, it's actually in the process that the story resides. The story is not where you are coming from and where you are. But if you are to tell a, a first story, they're supposed to be able to walk us through the process. Okay, so somebody picks up their phone and they say oh, that um, at 23, I was already, had appeared on screen 10 times. I have done this, I have done that. And okay, so let's take it. If person says I have appeared on screen 10 times as at 23, and it doesn't tell us that, uh, for example, his uncle uh, is an actor and they were acting movies in their house, and because of that, because of her proximity or he or she's proximity to a set, he has gotten the opportunity to appear on set. and the only thing is telling us oh at 23 i've already appeared on screen 10 times out of the country to do this i have represented nigeria on the international front in this and that but then he's not telling you that his brother or his father is a minister or his father was in a position where he could influence he or she getting the opportunity Be because generally i don't really blame people when they tell stories this way because many times um people believe to or people always make uh people always believe to the achievement of somebody from a background that it appears that they were opportun they were opportuned to leverage on that and quickly get to the top or at least get to a point a considerable point in their life which might make it appear as if um they achieved so much before their time or before their peers and because of the way people don't usually respect this kind of stories, it usually makes um, people who are from seemingly opportune background to be able to, that has sped them up to be able to achieve certain things, to tell their story in a belittling manner such that they either completely eradicate the opportunities that they've gotten or they got, or they make very little of this opportunity when or while sharing their stories. Same thing appears to people from seemingly average backgrounds. They all of a sudden make a mess of their parents. Um, uh, they make a mess of their parents' um, sacrifice or sacrifices for them to be able to have achieved something of note. Just because you don't want people to, you don't want people to make believe to your story or your stories and you see you see the points with the old grass to grace um because it's quite funny we usually just want to identify with stories that um, look impossible you want to uh, uh, who would have believed i could do this you know you think and we always think that that is fantastic stories i don't know i feel <laughs> Anytime I read, anytime I read these kind of stories, or I sense this kind of patterns in people's stories, 
I feel like it is unfair on all the people that have contributed to their life or to their success. You are not giving them the appropriate credit. And you are actually misleading people that are listening to you. I mean, it, it's... Personally, I, I always say, I always say, oh, uh, I'm very grateful for so so person that has put me on the map with respect to this. So I'll tell you, I'm from a background where a lot of people speak. I, all manners of speaking in, in my background. I have looked at stories, I've listened. My grandfather, my grannies, both of them, from my mom and from my dad, they were eloquent speakers. They were, one of them was a secretary of the town, of, of his village. Um, the other person was a businessman at the peak of his life. He was a successful businessman. And I've heard him speak. He's, he's jovial, he's funny. And when I was growing up, I constantly, I was going to church every time. I was watching people speak. I watched my father sp- spoke. Or I watched my father speak at so many places. I also, like when I was growing up, I listened to a lot of times where he was speaking, he was preaching. And I had my uncle, which we were very close to, or which I'm very close to. He speaks. He he's a preacher. You go on YouTube. You go this. You go to. He has a podcast. He has everything. And when I started, when I started starting my podcast, I would send him some voice, um, voice notes and all. And he would tell me, okay, I think you should look to this. I think you should make these changes. I think you should do this. I think you should, you should do that. It would be unfair if I just pick up my story tomorrow and say, oh, I am successful, or I have been successful in this place. Oh, uh, when I was 20, I was here. Yeah, I could barely speak to a crowd. Yeah, I am at 30 and I'm doing this, I'm doing that. All these people have contributed. The the are essentially the reason why somehow I can find myself where I am. So when people come and this kind of trends, when people come and tell these stories, oh, at 23, I had already spoken at uh, Chatham House in the UK. At um, 23, I already had my master's, I already had my ACCA. And I already, you, you are essentially, you are only telling the good part of the story. You didn't tell us anything that preceded that. Um, somebody sits, um, Somebody finishes school and... Oh, he's so lucky. He had people that had quite informed people around him. And they're like, okay, I think that this skill that you exhibit should be able to put you on the map. With respect to this, it doesn't make your achievement more important or more profound than somebody that probably achieves the same feat 10 years later. Like I said, the summary for me while um, observing or reading through those stories, just for me was, you see, in life, we would not have equal opportunities. That's the truth. Life is the only equal opportunity we have. We almost all have the same amount of time or we have the same amount of time, 24 hours every day. But 
the truth is some people will find it easy some people will get to the destination quite early some people will not um some people's time at the top is quite limited and they get there quite early and then they peter out quite quickly i usually make reference to the story of jesus and then i say oh look at jesus christ jesus christ prepared 30 years we were told he prepared 30 years for a ministry of three years or three and a half years so it, the preparation phase for him was 30 was was 30 years and then everything he did was three and a half years but then some years before or many years before in the bible in the book of kings we had josiah who became a king at eight at the age of eight now looking back you you might say okay um an individual would just pick up the story of Josiah and say, ah, Josiah achieved the uh, king of Israel at the age of eight or king of Judah at the age of eight. And you, you don't understand. That is his destiny. He was destined to achieve that at eight, at eight years old. And then if Josiah comes on Twitter and says, um, became king at eight, used XYZ years as the king of Israel, if I'm not mistaken, I think Josiah died at the age of 40. So that is his life. And then there are so many stories, stories with people with different people achieving different things at different times of their life. So there's a time and there's space for everything to happen to people. In the book old masters and young geniuses um the two life circles of artistic creativity by by david w galenson uh, it compared he essentially compared um it, it was a book about artists or painters um their art and time and um, how much if there was a pattern he essentially was ex examining if there was a pattern between the ages of um painters or artists their product and um, how much they went for let me take that again it was essentially comparing the age and time the producer of an art was and um, how much such product went for so um he so the story that quite fascinated me was the uh, comparison of uh, Pablo Picasso and Cezanne. Uh, Cezanne. Cezanne. Let me know. I don't know if I get that right. Cezanne. And essentially, we were told that uh, uh, Picasso, I think, lived between 1881 and 1973. And um, from his young age, he was um, a, an incandescent prodigy. That is, he was a smart individual, and uh, his career as a senior artist began with uh, a masterpiece called the Evocation, uh, the Evocation, the Burial of Casagmes, and it was produced at the age of twenty. And then, in short, in short order, he painted many of his greatest works of his career, including uh, Les Domicelles de Aragon, 
at the age of 26. So Picasso essentially um, falls in the, is the ideal example of the one you say young and successful or today what we call a genius. Now, on the other hand, Cezanne uh, lived between um, 1839 and 1906, we're told. And unlike Picasso, the, the best of his arts were painted at the end of his career. Um, Galassi did, go for, in, in the book, um, David Galassi uh, went for that to tell us the, a table of the economic, uh, the economic impact is at art, that is how much, how much was paid at auction for the arts. Um, as compared to comparing the age, the age at which um, Cezanne was, was at and then um, Picasso was at. And like I said, it apparently the the most successful of his art uh, were between uh, these paintings between the age of 20 and 26. And um, for Cezanne, uh, the, the age, uh, uh, Paul Galensin went there to, to build this table comparing what age um, Picasso was and how much was paid for his art. Cezanne on the other end of the table, Cezanne on the other end of the table, what age he was and how much his art was functioned um, for. So a painting was done uh, by Picasso in his mid-20s uh, was, what, was what? An average of four times as much as the paintings done uh, in the 60s. So Cezanne's paintings, like I said, the ones he did at his early 20s were worth four times as much as the ones he, done, he did uh, later in his career. But for Cezanne, it was quite opposite. And of course, paintings in his mid-60s were valued um, valued 15 times as highly as the paintings he created as a young man. from this story you have seen the fact that you have seen the need for you to just uh, run at your own pace do what is best for yourself do what is best for your career make the best of the opportunities that you've gotten um, make the best of what nature has presented you with and do not be despondent that certain things are not happening just yet um, time and uh, time and chance um happens to all things like the book of ecclesiastes told us and uh, there's nothing limiting you i feel, I, I feel that um, age is just a construct it's just a construct of that we use we usually use to judge things and you can't really blame people you can't really blame yourself for probably not being happy that certain things are not working the way you think it should work or at the time you expect it to work but things would only work at the time that they are going to work so you might be doing a lot of things you might be doing pushing a lot from your end today and you are not seeing the expected results man i'm gonna tell i'm telling you just keep pushing when the time comes you are definitely going to reap the reward of your struggles another thing i want us to take note of is the the way we tell our stories we should tell our stories better we should tell our stories to the best of what they are really it is good when you tell stories and 
and when i said using the best of the opportunities that nature gave you points to the fact that generally we need to redefine uh, what we call success but you don't call another person success your success it's true because um, because your reality is different your background is different for example for instance it therefore means that what you achieve some of the things you are going to achieve are predetermined because um, again some people were born into homes that uh, naturally it uh, gives them five steps it, it um, they already have the advantage of five steps ahead of every other bat and you only you will have normal bat you will only be giving yourself a dick by comparing yourself or get you only be getting yourself worked up by looking at this person's feet or looking at this person's achievement and then looking at yourself and using age as a basis for comparison between you and this individual again in defining success or in looking at success i recommend that how we should define success is by looking at what has life given this guy what talent or what opportunities has been presented to this guy and what did he make of it so you need to take a stock of your life and what opportunities or what talent or what opportunities was i presented to, was i presented with and what have i done with it so the successful person should be who made the best of the opportunity that they got and that way you'll be happy with yourself because you will now see that the way you seek success will be different because we all we all will not make it and don't misunderstand me we all will not make it in life is not saying that you are not going to have money it means that um, we will not all do original things sometimes our role in in a particular line is to maintain certain things is to maintain an order sometimes we are supposed to break the order sometimes we are supposed to struggle to get into an order and essentially i feel i, I feel that having this understanding at the back of our mind would um, really do a lot to would really affect um, the way we define success So once again, success is relative. Our storytelling patterns should should tell the best of the opportunities that we have we've had because that is the story. Another thing, time and chance happens to everything. Things will happen at their own time. Then when people come in the public and they tell us stories, we should be wary of the patterns so we don't start getting mentally worked up over um, stories that we hear. We should be wary of the pattern the person's story is following. 
if their stories are not telling you this person did this for me and that is why i can they're not giving enough credit to people don't get yourself worked up over such stories nobody has ever achieved anything solely by what they did it's nothing like that every step of the way somebody has liked you or somebody has had to forgo something for you or somebody somebody has had to talk to somebody for you somebody remembered you or favored you there's so there's just so much somebody can tell you that they've done for themselves or they've done by themselves that was really achieved just by themselves don't let anybody tell you any story that will make you sad this week if you are telling your story you yourself if you're telling your story you're telling the best of stories and what we have been afforded by nature or by god is different so therefore your success is defined by how best you use the opportunities you have been presented with. So yeah, that's my word for you this week. Go out there, tell the best of stories because you have a story to tell. Um, don't be carried away by grass to grace storytelling patterns and understand that time and chance happens to all things. <laughs>